Welcome to the Hell Yes or Hell No podcast, the podcast designed to help you use your imagination and start your own conversations. We're your hosts, Sue and Mike, with an occasional guest for special episodes. Each week, we'll dive into various topics and scenarios like, would you move to another country? Or is it okay to slap somebody in public? So join us every Friday and find out if it's a hell yes or a hell no. You can subscribe to our podcast for free on your favorite platform, and you can also join us on any social media channel. So until then, let's talk about it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Hell Yes or Hell No podcast. It's the podcast designed to get you talking. This is episode number 57, but before we get started, just a little reminder to please subscribe for free on your favorite platform. And even better, leave us a great review or hit that five-star button. It takes less than a minute, and you will help the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. Also, you can join us on any social media channel and let us know there if today's episode will be a hell yes or a hell no for you. Stay tuned at the end, and we'll give you all of the details. All right, let's talk about it. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to episode number 57. This is Sue. And as always, I have Master at Arms Mike here with me. Ah, Master of Arms. All right. How has your week been? All right. Week is going all right. Going well. That's good. That's yeah, good. Making the best of making the best of it. No problem. That's good. Um, back from a work trip, so still fighting a little bit of jet lag. I feel like I'm not sleeping well at uh, all. You get back to normal soon. So yeah, just maybe a couple more days. Um, super hot. The uh, weather has been crazy humid. Yes. And yes. Um, it's not bad for walking in the morning though. No, no, no. Uh, not bad at no, all. No, it hasn't been so far. No, it's been great. But I missed all the hundred degree weather. I actually didn't miss it because where I was was also 100 degrees too. So, yeah, it was a good trip. I'm glad to be home, cleaning up a little bit, um, getting podcasts ready. Lots of stuff going on actually right now. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, you ready for today's topic? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So, we, this kind of goes along the line of a couple of other podcasts that we have done already. Okay, but what do you got? I wanted to kind of expand on it just because I have been touching on this subject through something else I have been doing. Um, so it got me interested in the topic it, itself. So okay, I don't think it's controversial at all. But let's talk about it. That's what we got. All right. So the topic for today is. Should everyone be required to serve in the military? Oh, wow. Listen, listen, listen carefully to this. When I was younger, mm-hmm. it would have been a big fat hell no. Okay, why? Because, you know, I was just one of those kids, one of those guys, you know, I want to go to the military. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been stubborn, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not, not knowing how to get out of my own environment or my own way. I'm saying, but as a older man now and looking back on my life, Looking back on other people's lives, I've um, come and you know encounter with yep. over the years, mm-hmm. and coaching football, PB football, and all that. Um, I, I I'm so hell yes now. I think we should have um, a two year military program to go into, um, because for the simple fact, I think it builds character, it builds unity. You get people out of their own neighborhoods and mix them with people from different parts of the you know world country whatever you want to make you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i just be i believe it, it'll help 
it'll help a lot of this um um what's going on now with the world you know the racism and stuff like that maybe not but i think it might broaden the education part of of people i got you so just for for listeners when when i say mandatory service it actually exists in many countries and we'll get into some of the statistics about that but mandatory military services usually all males of a certain age um, having to serve their country in the military for a minimum required amount of time. So usually it's somewhere between one and three years. Okay, sounds good. And um, there's several different types, which when I started looking at this, I was like, I thought it was just one thing, but it's not. So there's a couple of other things. Okay. You have mandatory service, which is what I just described to you. It's mostly males. In some countries, they allow the females to do it as well, but it's almost... 100% males only. <laughs> yeah, okay. You have the a secondary one called voluntary enlistment, and that's basically what we have here in the U.S. Okay. Is someone decides they want to be in the military, and they go sign up for it, and they go be in the military. That's voluntary enlistment. And then you have a scenario called conscription or draft. Yeah, we had the draft. Um, that, is, that is a variation of mandatory service. So, for example, certain demographics like 18 to 35-year-old males have to register. Doesn't mean they're going to serve necessarily, but they have to register. Yeah, just in case. And then um, the the last one is actually the one that applies in the U.S., which is called de jure compulsory service. Um, it's the least demanding, and it's technically... It's technically exists by law. So here in the United States, there is a law that states if you're between once you turn 18, you have to sign up for the draft. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I had to do it. But it's it's rarely, if ever, enforced. It's yeah. I can't even think of when it was last enforced. I probably should have looked that up. But this de jour compulsory service applies um, in the U.S. So if you're between the ages of 18 and 25, you must sign up with selective service. Yeah. Um, and then you can potentially be drafted if we go to war or whatever. But those are the those are the four different kinds. And then just as a, a fact, you would think it would be more than this. But in the U.S., less than 1% of all citizens actually serve in the military. That's it? Yeah. Can you believe that? Wait a minute. I really thought nah, the number nah. would be higher. Me, myself included. Yeah. 1%. Yeah, less than 1%. Less than 1%. Less than 1% wow. actually uh, serve in the military. That's, that's crazy. That's shocking. It is. That is that's, that's shocking. Yeah. Hmm. Fewer than 1% of U.S. citizens actively serve in the military. Yeah, I, I think we should have it, though, mandatory. At least two years. But you got to be physically and mentally ready for it, though. You know, you just can't take anybody and, you know, they're broke down or mentally not ready for it, you know? Yeah. They can hurt themselves and hurt other people. So the the whole <laughs> – this is going to sound crazy, so bear with me. The whole reason I started researching this is because <laughs> of K-pop music. So recently, recently, South Korea actually has mandatory military service, okay. right? And but the reason why it was actually in the news is because recently South Korea amended 
their compulsory conscription because they have so many famous K-pop groups that it was impacting their economy whenever the guys in the K-pop group had to go do their military service. Oh, yeah, they want their money. (laughs) Yeah, because you're talking about trillions of won, which is the currency in in Korea, and it was impacting their economy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, but anyways, there are there are a ton of countries that actually do mandatory military service. So, mm. I can't even count how many there are because there there are that many. Is China one of them? Surprisingly, China is like US. Mm, okay. That's pretty uh What about Russia? Russia is, let me see. Yes, 12 months for males aged 18 to 27, and then they have to be in the reserves until age 50. Okay. And they were actually... Do they get paid? Do they they still get a check? I don't know about that. I would imagine so. Do you have to go like every month, weekends, weekend warriors? I'm just just curious. It's probably like the reserves here. Okay. I'm just curious. But yeah, and, and apparently... This just happened whenever Russia went to war with Ukraine. They dropped it. People were people were like hiding from the Russian government <laughs> because wow. they didn't want to go to war. Oh, I believe it. In, I, I in believe Ukraine. it. So, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of countries that actually do. I would think that the Middle East would probably have a lot of mandatory military services. Um, I think most of the Middle East is conscription, so similar to what the U.S. has. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's, I mean, when I say most countries, it's pretty crazy. What's the, um, what's the, what's the outcome? I mean, what's the, the benefits? Oh, pros and cons? Let's do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, so <clears throat> I have a couple things listed for pros and cons, and you've actually mentioned a couple of them already. So um, I'll start with the pros, and then we'll talk about the cons, because the cons are kind of weird. Okay. But one of the pros of mandatory military service is it promotes national unity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, it does it in several different ways, right? It, it allows the citizens that have that are forced into the military to meet other people, definitely learn other cultures, definitely learn other ways. Um, it teaches you a new job. Yeah. That. Yeah. It teaches you, it teaches you a new job, you get a skill out of it. And it helps people to understand and appreciate the sacrifices that people do for their country. Exactly. To keep their country safe. I'm with that. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, number two Obviously, to maintain an active military force. Yeah, that's all. Most, Mo- most countries <laughs> want to acknowledge or display that they have a military service so they don't get taken over by but, another country. But listen, just like Russia and what Ukraine is going through right now. Yeah. Um, those guys are already prepared. Exactly. Because they went through the training. Right. And yeah. then you don't have to pull people together. Yeah. In, in case something does happen. You've already yeah. got a military in place. You already so know that's what's going on. I like that. Um, another pro, which might also be a con is it forces high levels of government participation because the government kind of runs the military Yeah, and you know, sorry, my voice is a little gravelly, but think about like the, you know, $5,000 hammer, 
right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ten thousand dollar plunger. That money is going somewhere. Going somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then again, it it can also teach you skills, not just like I just said jobs. That too. Yeah, not just like job skills, but personal skills. How to lead people, how to make relationships work, Definitely. even though you don't know the person. And mm, so personality skills. it teaches you teamwork. It teaches you how to deal with stress and so on and so forth. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm telling you. I, so what's the cons now? Well, I got one more. I got right, one more got? for the pro. And this is and you talked about this a little bit earlier as well. You touched on it. It promotes equality amongst there, there the it military is. members. There it is. Uh, I'm not saying that those you guys be, won't still be racist, right. but you will see a different side and you might change your mind right? about your views in life. But think of it also in this way. If it was mandatory service and you're like some rich kid and then you've got some poor kid, you guys are both equal in the yeah, military. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You can't call mom and dad or grandma to come bail you out. No. You got to deal with the guy beside you. Yeah, so here are some cons. Um, I think they're going to be relatively um, straightforward. Probably like going to school. Number one, it violates your free will. True. You're forcing somebody to go into the military whether they want to or not. It, 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 well, here's my thing. You're forcing somebody to go to work when they hit 18. <laughs> you got to get out of this house. You got to go well, to work. But they, but I'm they just get, saying. Yeah, just they, get saying. To go, they get to pick their job. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just yeah. messing around on that. <clears throat> All right, number two. And you just said it. It interferes with other forms of education. Yeah. Can't go to college because you got to go to the military. Well, I, I think if, if you um coming out of high school mm-hmm. with a, um, a scholarship to go to school, mm-hmm. I think you should still have that scholarship and still use it while you're in the military. You should be in the reserves now mm-hmm. versus going the two years. You know, that's how I see it. You just be in the reserves. You still sign up for it. You do your weekends. And it reserves until you're two years up. And you work five days a week, and then you have to go work on the weekends, no, not, too? No, not, not every weekend. It's only a couple of weekends a month. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking for the, the, the school the school age, um, not the workers. School ah, I got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. The ones that's gotcha. in school, they got scholarships to go to college. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and another one so blatantly obvious is you're putting young people's lives at risk, especially if they have to go to war. You know what I mean? If you send 18, 19-year-olds into war, what does that even look like? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm with you. So. But but for now, um, we're not really and think about too, to war like that anymore. Think about, think about mandatory services for everybody, right? But today, in, in a voluntary environment, you have to be physically fit. To go into the but, military. But that's one of the things that you should, um, when you become eligible uh-huh. to go to the, to the military, still the same requirements. You can't, hey, it's just because you're 18, <laughs> you can't come because you're not physically or mentally prepared to go. Okay, then people are just going to be unhealthy they and not physically fit, so they don't have to go in the military. They, 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 they trust me, people will do that. They will. Well, you're they right. They will do yeah, it. Yeah, they, they will sacrifice that their whole bodies and mindset, so they don't have to serve two years. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then I mean, think about it in this manner: you've got people that are not healthy, and then that compromises the quality of your military fleet. But also, 
it gives you a chance to see if you're healthy or not. If yeah. you if you go to do physicals on you, you might have a heart murmur or something you never knew you had. Maybe so. And you go get a physical and realize, hey man, I would have been dead. <laughs> yada yada. If I didn't go to the military and they gave me a full physical. And you might not be able to go to the military, but at least you know your um your um well what's wrong in, with you. In some countries, remember I had mentioned earlier, in some countries they do allow women um to serve in the military, mandatory yeah. military, but. I know this is going to sound crazy, but they get desk jobs. That ain't crazy. So it's, it's not nothing, nothing crazy about that. I mean, at but least I would imagine people that are not physically fit can get a desk job. They would get a desk job until they get fit, but they yeah. would be required to get yeah, fit. That's that's perfect. I mean, you can, you can <laughs> we drive. are forcing people into the military. I'm not, I'm not, and you're right. I think I am right now. <laughs> We're forcing people into well, the what military. Well, what I'm saying is, though, you, I just, I just believe you, you build that, that, that team. You know, you, you build that. A different world will come out of this thing. I think so. A different world will come out if they started it now. A different world, because I'm, I'm looking at my life. Okay, where I'm from. I hung out with the same people all four years of um, high school. Mm-hmm. We sat at the same table. We did the same things over and over. Went to the same little neighborhoods. You got, you got where I'm coming from. Then when I got out of school, I didn't move too far from anything else. I just went to work, you know. Yeah. Then seeing anybody, I called them same jokers. What's up, man? What y'all doing the weekend? At least everybody do it for the first year and a half after you get out of school. If you're not going to college or, or the military. Yeah. Hang with the same people. And I, and I and I never never got a chance to hang with anybody differently or you know I I couldn't I never changed my environment until I became years later an older man. Yeah. But if I was forced to change it back then, I would have seen life different different ways, different views. Well, first of all, if you're in the military, you would have been you would have been assigned up to other places. Exactly. And I would I, I would have been out of Virginia, you know. I might, I might have went to California, never been to California. Get them coming from? Yeah. And I, now I met people from California. You might have been stationed in South Korea. Might have been stationed in South Korea. <laughs> but guess what, though? I met, I, I made new friends over there. Yeah, I for made sure. for people that might be for life. Because here, here's the crazy thing about, about, um, about the military. So I am at, at the computer shop. When I had the computer shop, yep. I meet this guy, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. named Bronco. He's a, I'm a Broncos fan. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking about the military and all that. So he was stationed in Germany. I said, yeah, my brother was over there, Rick. He said, Rick who? He said, Rick Witherspoon. Oh, man. Rick Witherspoon? And knew Rick. Oh, wow. Because they was in Germany together. Knew his wife, knew the kids. They was good friends in oh, wow. Germany. Wow, that's yeah. cool. I called Rick, Rick. Yeah, man, listen. It was, it was the craziest thing. They met in Germany. So, and he comes back to my shop in Virginia, mm-hmm. and I'm just casually mentioning, you know, about my brother being in the military in Germany. Yeah. And he knew him personally. So, that's what I'm trying to tell you, how you still meet friends and people when you go to the military, you know, because both of them was in the military together. Yeah, I wasn't in the military, but I was a military brat. My father was in the military, and so I have friends all over all the over planet. All over the world, yeah. All over the planet. And me, I don't have any friends all over the planet. They right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, but you know what I mean, you know, by that, you know, I, I believe in that now. I, at first, I didn't see the vision because, you know, I wasn't taught anything different. Yeah. And that military would teach you something different. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it, and it's usually a tight knit community as well. Like they stick together. And I think about growing up 
and how we lived in base housing and like all of us kind of did what you just mentioned. We all kind of stuck together. Stuck together. Yeah. Even your parents did. Like your dad comes over. He still go to Carolina to see the buddy. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And your mom moved to, to cross to Seattle because her buddy, she met, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's those bonds. It's, it's those it's things like that, that I'm, I'm, I see personally through your eyes, through I mean, my eyes looking at you and your family, mm-hmm. you know, and I just think it's a, it's a great thing. At first I was totally against it because my, my mental, you know, wasn't, wasn't where it was. So yeah. I had to, I had to unlearn to relearn. Gotcha. You gotcha. know, and that's yeah, all it was. I, I don't have anything against the military and it's probably because I am a military brat, but I, I mean, I saw nothing but positive stuff around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Um, <laughs> I so, ain't seen no more positive stuff. I hate to say it. Yeah. And then the last con, the last con, before we get into some statistics, the last con is everybody is not mentally fit. No, they're not. Not mentally fit for the military. I, 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 that's one of the things I was saying earlier. If you're not mentally or physically ready for it, yeah. you shouldn't You shouldn't go. Right. You know. And then just a step beyond not being mentally fit, is what happens when you do end up in war and you have post-traumatic stress yeah. syndrome. That's real. Oh, yeah. That's very, very yeah, real. We, we know that, too. Yeah. Well, like I say, I'm I'm all for it. I, and, I, and I said this in the last podcast, too, ever, um, if I can recall. I wish I would have joined the military. Remember, I said that. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I said the Navy. And you was like, nah, you never mess with me. Been in the Navy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it doesn't make which branch you go to. You know? And I should never said the Navy because I can't swim. But I mean, I will learn to swim back then, though. But I'm just saying, though, I wish. I would join right now, they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I would join right now because I would love to meet different people from different areas, you know? Different yeah. places. Get their stories. You know, that's what it's about for me, man. Meeting those people, man. Always having a friend. Like when I, my mom had the heart surgery, I went to Boston. Mm-hmm. And I still got friends from us yeah. going through the same things. The, the, the child yeah. going through their heart surgery, and we bonded over that. And I'm still friends with the people in Boston and in Bermuda. So, yeah, man. And that's what I think the military would be like. You would meet these different people. And college the same way, though. You, you go to college and you meet oh, people yeah. also. You know, But, but it's, it's getting at- Getting out there with groups of people, yeah, groups and, of people and getting to know them. Yeah, and not and not everybody is going to college. Right. No. But you can get eighty percent going to the military without the mental or the physical part. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You think it's eighty percent? I, I I don't know. I say sixty then. I mean if you just walk around and look at people, you can just see that they're not they're not ready. So Anyways, um, there's uh, there's a list I wanted to kind of share some statistics and facts. So one of them is there are 27 countries that have mandatory service greater than 18 months. So that's pretty steep. And I had mentioned South Korea earlier, and so it's different by the branch in South Korea. So, for example... It's 18 months for the Army and Marines. It's 20 months for the Navy. And it's 21 months for uh, the Air Force. So that's a lot. It's almost two years. I think two years is perfect. Yeah. And then if if I contrast it with another country, like, for example, 
Chad, which is in South Africa, I believe. I might be wrong. It's three years for men and one year for women. But women only have to do civil service, so desk jobs. I, I think three is a little too long. <laughs> Two years is 24 yeah. months. You got because you do basic training and all that And then stuff check now. this one out. The United Arab Emirates, UAE, mm-hmm. it's three years. And if it's three years if you're a high school dropout. It's mandatory three years <laughs> if you drop out of high school. Hey, I like that. <laughs> Come on. We got something for you. But, yeah. I, but I guarantee you, those, those guys that dropped out and went to the military, they're much better off now. I bet. I, I bet. Trust me. And then, like, here's another example. In Thailand, if you um, if you volunteer to go, like you say, hey, I volunteer to go, it's one year. If you don't volunteer, it's two years. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and volunteer real it's, fast. Exactly. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. <laughs> Uh, but there's um there's also 19 countries that have no official military force. Okay. And one of them is Costa Rica. I'm surprised by that. Not me. But there's and then of course there are just hundreds and hundreds of um countries that have less than or limited to 1 year okay. man- mandatory service. Um Russia is one of those like I mentioned earlier. And then um, there's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight countries that require it for both male and female. So that not that many. Okay, it's not bad. And but check out um, check out North Korea. You know what? You know what their military service is? Well, I don't know. Ten years for men. Wow. Yeah. Now that's 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 a little bit extreme. Yeah, ten years for men upon high school completion, and then um, twenty three years of age for women. Mm. Well, that's insane. Ten years, and I don't know. I don't know where this country is. I'm gonna have to look it up. It's called Eritrea. E r i t r e a. Indefinite. Indefinite, but it's usually ten years for women and fifteen years for men. Yeah, it says cool. indefinite. That's crazy. I get it. Well, like I said before, I think it's a good thing. So it's a hell yes for me. You know, I think it's a hell yes for me too I because yes me. I, I again it. I think the I think the pros outweigh the cons. Yeah, especially in this day and age where there isn't a whole lot of combat happening. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Like. There's really not a whole lot of wars except for like crazy Russia and the Ukraine. I feel bad for the Ukrainian people, but I feel bad for anybody in war. Of course. Anybody. And you know, based off of what we've seen in the news, the Russian people didn't want to go to war yeah, with the Ukraine. I, I'm trying either. to tell you, I feel bad bad for those people. I mean, they're forced to do something they they didn't want to do. Yeah. So But otherwise you know. Otherwise, I think there's some, you know, skirmishes, you know, like in Afghanistan and Iraq. And I think there's some in South Africa yeah, as well. It's still going on. But yeah. on the whole, most countries are not at war anyways. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it's a it's a hell yes for hell me. Yes. No, yeah. um, it's a good topic. Should everyone be required to serve in the military? Mm, you yeah, picked I a think good, it's a hell yes. You picked a good one this time. Yeah. I like that. I like that. All right, right. so that is our show for today. Make sure to share this episode with your friends, your family, and your coworkers. If you have a topic idea, share it with us. Send it it to us on email. 
Uh, we are hell yes or hell no at gmail.com and we will take a look at it and try to produce a show around it. Um, make sure you come back every Friday by subscribing for free on any platform. And also, you can let us know if today's topic is a hell yes or a hell no for you by following us on any social media channel. We are on Instagram at hell yes or hell no. On Twitter, we are at hell yes underscore hell no. On TikTok, we are at hell yes underscore or underscore hell no we're on all of the platforms we want to hear from you so let us know if it's a hell yes or a hell no for you and until then let's talk about it